Ah, good morning. Happy Thursday, everybody. Greetings from our Thursday location, Cavens Disaster Response Group. Josh Elmer alongside Connor Pasby saying welcome to the Plank Show on this on this nice Thursday. Well, uh, it did not take very long, did it? Uh, you get the 5 plus 7 model, and it took, what, all of one day for us to essentially get a report that this could expand in very short order in 2026. We've got that to dive into. The uh, the Big Ten, the SEC, it sounds like. Uh, the meeting yesterday was a put-all-of-your-cards-on-the-table type meeting was the initial description from one Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports. And, well, the, the cards, in fact, it sounds like have come down on the table from either the Big Ten or the SEC or perhaps both. Or those cards are about to come down onto the table very soon in the form of we want more money, we want more automatic qualifiers, and uh, none of this is shocking. First things first, Connor, good morning, my friend. How was the Wednesday night? Good morning, Josh. It was great. Glad to be with you, uh, my friend. Hope you had a great Wednesday. I know you were out in the uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Coaches Show on KRESports.TV, so hope that went good for you. But, yeah, uh, doing well on this fine Thursday morning. Little Norman North baseball, always great to catch up with Brian Ayler and the the crew. We had an awesome crowd at Buffalo Wild Wings last night, so uh, appreciate everybody for coming out. We got playoff basketball tonight on the uh, and tomorrow and into the weekend on KRFSports.tv. So we are loaded up. Let's let's start with the news of the day. A fourteen team playoff model is reportedly up for discussion one day after the college football playoff uh, managing board approved the 5-plus-7 model. If you're just catching up, okay, what is the 5-plus-7 model? Won't spend a a ton of time explaining it, but just very briefly, five highest-ranked conference champions, seven seven next uh, highest-ranked teams, right? That was signed into law, as it were, earlier this week. We thought that was going to be the case, and then uh, obviously the CFP managing board approved it. Well, uh, the meetings were not done. The the uh, powers that be, they met again as uh, meetings continued this week, and it did not take long, Connor, for the 14-team playoff model to become a serious subject of discussion. The governance of this, the access to the college football playoff going forward is still uh, obviously under discussion and uh, will continue to be under discussion we don't have anything in the way of decided answers for what the future of the college football playoff looks like the uh, the monies those haven't been decided the uh, amount of automatic qualifiers none of that has been decided but uh, again we thought that yesterday might be a day where the power brokers, i.e. the Greg Sankeys of the world, the Tony Petitis of the world from the SEC and Big Ten respectively, would start to show their hand a little bit, so to speak. And what we found out is, and I, I wish Plank was with us this morning. Obviously, he is on the uh, travel with Sooner Softball, and he'll be back with us tomorrow. But he said yesterday morning, when some of these reports were coming out, that uh, there were further discussions and the 5-plus-7 model had just been approved, Connor. He said, 
it sounds like the Big Ten and the SEC are asking for a pair now of automatic qualifiers. And I told him yesterday, and it didn't take long to be proven right on this, I said, well, that sounds like the Big Ten and the SEC are playing nice. That sounds incredibly kind that they would only ask for a pair of respective automatic qualifiers. Well, again, it didn't take until the end of yesterday to find out that it looks like, sounds like, feels like the Big Ten and the SEC are going to each ask for four automatic qualifiers into if it continues as a 12-team model or a 14-team model going forward. In that, well, you probably ask for a significant revenue share. If this thing goes beyond 14 to 16, then four teams is a natural 25%. Uh, amount of the field and i would guess if you're the big 10 or the sec you look at it and say okay we will take 25 percent of the college football playoff television revenue share and uh, maybe you ask for four of 12 which would be 33 percent here to start w- whatever uh, the the monetary numbers wind up being obviously the big 10 and the sec connor they're officially flexing their muscles no, they are, and that's the buzz. I mean, 10 to 12 total automatic uh, qualifiers, 14-team team format, and you'll have two buys in the mix as well there too. So, yeah, Big Ten and SEC are uh, making some moves and uh, making some buzz here in this offseason of college football right now. It's not a shock, but uh, there was much hand-wringing across, well, my, my social media timeline. I don't know if that was similar for you, Connor, but – Big 12 fans, uh, you know, select number of ACC fans, the Oregon State, Washington State fans of the world, obviously not particularly thrilled maybe with the direction this is headed. Did you see any of uh, the negative feedback? Hey, this is what's wrong with college football. Did you feel or see any of that yesterday? Well, yeah, a few of it, and you hit it. I mean, you're right there. Big 12th and the SEC, they're going to be the ones that are not happy with it. I mean, if you get a team that, uh, you know, finishes 11 and 1, you're not, you don't feel like you can get automatically into the college playoff just because of the power that the Big 10 and the SEC are going to have now. They're going to get more teams uh, in this playoff format. And guaranteed teams in if, if they get this thing uh, finalized and ratified where the Big Ten and the SEC each get four automatic qualifiers. We're, we're not at the finish line of that. And maybe this is, hey, let's, let's toss onto the bargaining table. Let's toss out four automatic qualifiers with the, the reality that we're definitely going to get three apiece, right? So now you got six out of 12. That would be half the field or six out of 14 or six out of 16, whatever it winds up being and expanding to. You, you would have a healthy portion of that to start. And then, oh, by the way, the rest of it, you've got the, the two other power champion or I guess the, the three other conference champion qualifiers. So what? You've got you've got six. If you've got three automatic qualifiers out of the Big Ten and SEC, six bids taken right there, and then uh, you've got three other conference championship bids 
to uh, to dole out likely to the Big 12 champion, ACC champion, and that non what will be considered a Power Four champion. So that's nine of 12 spots occupied, nine of 14 spots occupied, and guess what? The Big Ten and the SEC probably is getting one of those at-large bids under that scenario anyway. So uh, to me this was very obviously the Big Ten and the SEC realizing, Connor, that we've got all the bargaining chips here. And if we ask for for automatic qualifiers, if if they don't want us to – they being the Big 12, the ACC, and all of the other remaining conferences not named Big 10 or SEC, if they don't want us to take our ball and go home and start our own Big 10 and SEC college football playoff, then guess what? We're going to get three or four automatic qualifiers to the college football playoff. I think that's where this is headed because, again, the, the SEC and the Big Ten, it's pretty easy for them to sit down and show data that, hey, we've got the big brands in college football with the, the 18 schools now in the Big Ten, with the 16 in the SEC, the television ratings for said schools being what they are. We've got the eyeballs. We're drawing them into the college football playoff. And uh, because of that, we're going to get the lion's share of the television revenue, and we're going to get the lion's share of the automatic guaranteed bids into this thing. And uh, the Big Ten and the SEC, if you're the commissioner of those leagues, you should take that stance. Yeah, Josh, and you, I mean, you just feel very good if you're in the Big Ten or the SEC to get a shot in the college football playoff in feels like every change that the college football playoff committee makes hurts Notre Dame. That's exactly what happens again. Tough spot for Notre Dame not being in a conference. But, yeah, Big Ten and SEC, uh, they're going to be loaded with teams if this 14-team format uh, comes into play, as they're saying, in uh, 2026, if it happens. Do you think we have a 14-team playoff in 2026? What does your initial gut here tell you? I mean, there's there's so much talk about it just going back to these last few days. I'd probably get a, a 50-50 chance uh, right now. But me in general, I love the 12. And I know that's kind of new, the format, the 12-team uh, playoff. So I, I would not mess with that. I like the 12-team. Stick with the 12-team. So you don't want it to keep growing and growing and growing? No, I, I'm not a fan of that. I I think four is good, and I know, that, I know 12 – uh, makes more sense just going back to this year that we just have you're uh, with Florida State then being left out of the college football playoff but yet yeah, 12 team is it for me let's uh dive into this what does any or all of this mean for Oklahoma to me it's just another indication that Joe Castiglione and President Harris got it right by making the move that uh, pulling the strings, making the move that they did to get Oklahoma into the SEC. But assuming, let's play the hypothetical game next, assuming that 14, 16 teams comes to fruition, what does it mean for Oklahoma? Is it advantageous? Does it not change much? And uh, curious, your thoughts as well. You can text in with us, 405-651-3439. That is the Knipple Meyer Chevrolet text line. What do you make of really just all of this? Are you Because, again, I saw some angst out there from really even some OU fans, too, just about is this the right direction for college football? And 
one thing I think we all know to be true, this is the direction college football is going. <laughs> you know, whether you think it's right, wrong, uh, you love it, you hate it, this is the direction college football is headed. There's, uh, as Plank likes to say, no putting the toothpaste back into the tube here. This is uh, this is where we're headed, and it's getting the college football playoff larger, and it's not going the other direction to get smaller. I don't think uh, that is ever going to happen really in the future. So what does it mean for Oklahoma? Do you like it? Uh, do you dislike it? And are we just going to keep growing with the college football playoff? I think that's a legitimate question here. We're hanging out at Cavens today. That is Cavens Group. They are your Number one emergency response group. They will uh, get you taken care of in any instance where emergency disaster strikes. Mold remover, mold removal, water uh, cleanup, that is uh, emergency water extraction. These are the folks that you call right here. Gary Cavins and company. The OKC number, Norman number to call, 405-573-3048. If you're out east in the Tulsa metro area, 918-282-7612. We're heading into that uh, rainy, stormy season in Oklahoma, so you're going to want to, again, plug that phone number in in the OKC metro, 405-573-3048. If you have flooding issues, well, emergency water extraction, Cavens Group has got you covered. That way, again, we can hopefully avoid uh, any of those mold removal issues. What does all of this mean? The college football playoff news for Oklahoma. Let's dive into it next. It's the Plank Show on the wrap. Back with you just underway. It's the Plank Show. Josh Elmer alongside Mr. Connor Pasby hanging out as we do on Thursdays from Cavens Disaster Response Group. Cavens, 14 years in business, and that's because Cavens, they are the best when it comes to taking care of you for any emergency services 24-7, 365, uh, obviously uh, all times of the hour, day and night. And uh, we're entering that rainy season, which means that uh, you perhaps will have uh, need of their emergency water extraction services. Number to call in OKC, 405-573-3048 in Tulsa. 918-282-7612. And again, we say uh, get the water out ASAP because uh, you don't want to be dealing with uh, mold problems as well. And uh, if you do, though, have uh, fear that you got a mold situation, uh, give Cavens a call. They've got uh, mold investigation and testing, and obviously they're the best with mold removal. I've buried the lead this morning, Connor. We'll, we'll talk more about the college football playoff. What does it mean for Oklahoma in just a moment? But uh, have you seen the the big video game news this morning? Yes, I did for NCAA college football twenty twenty five. They're gonna via. Oh, go yeah, ahead, Josh. Fi- go no, ahead. fire away. You you fire away. You take it. <laughs> I was gonna say I saw the uh, six hundred dollars that uh, the players are gonna get, and they're also gonna get a free copy of the game as well. Yeah, it, no way that this was getting done properly without uh, something of the sort. So here's how this is going to work. For EA College Football 25, which we're told, right, that uh, we'll sort of see more from the game in, what, a couple of months, or is it May, when uh, we should see, essentially, I would imagine, a, a full live demo of the game, and then it's it's due out, I think, the next month in June. But uh, EA Sports has finalized its name, image, and likeness plan 
and will begin the opt-in process for over 11,000 college football players. Up to 85 players per school will initially appear on rosters in-game, which again is due out this summer. All athletes, as Connor said, who opt-in will eventually receive $600 plus uh, a copy of the game. And uh, again, there was no way this was getting done without players getting some some form of payment right uh that's just the name image likeness era we're in but six hundred dollars and a copy of the game that's not too shabby i don't think right to have yourself in the game no josh yeah that's pretty cool i mean there was just such a huge delay with this process and i guess that's why it was <laughs> such a big delay they're trying to figure out uh, what to pay the players to make it right for them pretty exciting news that yeah, uh look not everybody's going to opt in but uh, I would think that the large majority would, wouldn't you? No, for, for sure, yeah. And they're also, I'm sure most of those college football players are also uh, big fans of the game, and they played NCAA college football 14 growing up too. Let's see here. From the uh, news story at ESPN Today, all 134 FBS schools have agreed to be in the game. After the, uh, And, of course, of course it's this school. After the biggest potential holdout, Notre Dame announced Tuesday that it would participate. <laughs> of course, they would, yeah, they would be one of the last ones. <laughs> Is Notre Dame going to be in EA Sports College Football 25? Well, uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to get back to you on that. Notre Dame said yes, so nobody panic. We do, in fact, have uh, the world's most important independent in EA uh, College Football I th- I think 25. You're, I think you're going to see some FCS schools in there as well, which they didn't have it on the previous college football game. So I think that would be something cool to uh, add in there as well. Well, pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. We've waited a long time for this. When uh, when was the last NCAA college football game? It's got to have been a decade or more. Well, it was 14. 14 was the last one. So, and that would have been 13 when it came yes, out. Yes, 13. Yep. So, the 2013 college football season, oh, man, 11 years. So, <laughs> yeah, I knew it was every bit of a decade. Pretty exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, this thing. I would now put it in the category of it is indeed actually going to happen. Yeah, about time. I mean, we've been playing, I mean, me personally been playing NCAA uh, football 14 for quite some time now. Which that game, that game will never get old on me. I'm just glad they're coming out with a new one. Finally. At long last. So let's see here. Somebody texted in and said $6.8 million to players. Wow. So they said 11,000 players, right? And let's say uh, it's actually the value is $7.37 million because you got to mix in the $70 of the game itself, too. You know, a copy of the game is, is worth $70. So. Jo- Johnny from UConn says, will the portal be on there? I believe they did say it, it will be on there, which that's going to be <laughs> chaos. And fun as a video gamer to experience that, too. Look, you can't have college football uh, 25 and not have the transfer portal. You have to have the portal in there. Yeah, well, that will be uh, interesting to see uh, what that dynamic is like. I mean, it's basically free agency, right? Yeah, especially I know I love doing this. I'm sure other people do, too. When they get a small school, make them good. Now you're going to have to battle the transfer portal and keep those kids at the small school that you have.
And will you have a name, image, likeness budget? <laughs> you know, will you, will you have enough money to keep them? We're going to have to raise the price of those hot dogs and uh, those Coca-Colas <laughs> so we can keep folks at, uh, you know, w- with Maine. Otherwise, uh, it'll be it'll be tough sledding. So uh, teased it before the break. The in case you missed it, college football playoff, a big shocker. It took all of one day. Connor from the five plus seven model getting approved for reports to start trickling out that hey this thing uh, well it, it might be fourteen teams in twenty twenty six yeah well sixteen teams could be on the table in twenty twenty six so one thing I think uh, we know to be true unfortunately for college football purists out there this is going to keep growing I don't think we're stopping at we're, we're clearly not stopping at twelve. Okay, because there's issues for the SEC and Big Ten about, well, why are we, and understandably so, right? Now, Big 12 fans and ACC fans and Notre Dame fans maybe of the world out there will say, well, this is the, this is your bed that you made and now you get to sleep in it. But SEC and, you know, Big Ten commissioners and powers that be are looking at this and saying, we're clearly playing the most challenging conference schedules and now we're going to potentially get punished and not have guaranteed granted access in the form of three or four automatic qualifiers to this college football playoff. We've got the power. We're driving the eyeballs to this thing. So, no, we're going to go ahead and get four automatic qualifiers in this college football playoff. And you know what? They are going to win that fight, the uh, the SEC and the Big Ten are. And uh, whether that's a 12-team model that they've got, four guaranteed automatic qualifiers, or 14 or 16, the Big Ten and the SEC, before it's all said and done, they're going to win the fight on the automatic qualifiers. So that means to me that, yeah, because of the trickle-down effects of that to the Big 12, to the ACC, to the rest of college football, there's only so many bids in a 12-team model, and so guess what? Yes, this thing will keep expanding to 14, to 16, I worry at some point in the future, Connor, we're going to look up and it will be an 18 or a 20 team or whatever 32 team college football playoff. I just think we're headed in that direction. Yeah, just going to keep growing. I mean, with the Big Ten, the SEC, the powers that they have. And I think this was going to happen anyways with the 12 team where a two loss SEC team will get in. Now I think for sure you'll have most likely a two loss SEC, SEC team get into a four team team playoff. The good news for Oklahoma, what, what does it mean for OU? Well, it, it means that, uh, well, at least it sounds like, according to reports, that basically your commissioner is fighting for, if you're one of the top four teams in the SEC, you'll be in the college football playoff. And I like to believe, Connor, that for anybody that's upset about this, that's, well, not a big tenor SEC fan, this was probably how it was going to play out most years anyways, that four from both the Big Ten and the SEC, eight combined, just based on strength of schedule and wins, and the college football playoff selection committee, they were going to look at this thing, and probably eight of the top 12 would be, on most years, Big Ten and SEC schools anyways. But, okay, now this potentially eliminates the year where you're the fourth best sec team but you would have finished 13 14 according to the college football playoff selection committee assuming that this gets done now you're still going connor 
Yeah, and you have just open spots now, and you can afford a loss or two in the best conference in college football. So, yeah, this works out perfectly for Oklahoma in the two power conferences that you have with the Big Ten uh, and the SEC. And it struggles with teams for the Big 12 and ACC. I mean, if they have one loss, what are you going to do? Are you going to put them in or are you going to put a two-loss SEC team in? So you got some thinking to do there. Tony Petiti said something that I think will have long time, or at least I, I shouldn't even say necessarily that he said something. It's reported that part of the thought process for the Big Ten on having four automatic qualifiers, and this will, again, have uh, old college football fans rolling their eyes a little bit, but the reports were that essentially Tony Petiti, in part, wanted four automatic qualifiers for the Big Ten so as to keep the importance of regular season games alive late in the regular season going forward for the Big Ten and the SEC. Do you buy into that, that it does keep the importance of the regular season to some degree in the Big Ten and and the SEC if they know that, hey, four automatic qualifiers are getting in? Yeah, it does. I mean, if you can't – yeah, the margin of error is uh, slim, and you got to keep – you know, winning ball games, especially late in the year, if you have one loss, yeah, you can't afford two late in the season. Obviously, it's important to uh, win if you do get into the conference championship in the SEC. So, yeah, those regular season games are going to be extremely important. And for the Big 12 and the ACC, if the access is more finite and it's a little bit more restricted, actually those regular season games become more important and remain paramount because there's just not a lot of bids that aren't accounted for by the Big Ten and SEC, right? No, yeah, you're spot on, Josh. The uh, Again, good news here, and my overriding takeaway is the same as what it has been. Man, it's good that you're in the SEC, isn't it? That you don't have to worry about what access to the college football playoff looks like for Oklahoma now and into the future, and – You've got a, a commission that it seems like in Greg Sankey is understanding of the power position that he and the conference is in, and they're going to fight for you. They're going to fight for you to, as, uh, say, the number three, number four team in the SEC, to essentially get your rightful place in the college football playoff. Is this good or bad for college football, though? Do you, do you have a strong leaning one way or the other? I don't know about all of college football, but I think it's good for the Big Ten and SEC. So you think it's good for OU? It's really good for OU. I would just, yeah, I would hate it if I'm outside of those uh, two conferences. 14 teams, 16 teams. If I told you we could stop there, would, and half of the field is encompassed by automatic qualifiers from the Big Ten, SEC, three conference three other conference champions, highest-ranked uh, other conference champions, and then uh, what would it be, five at-large bids from any conference? If I told you we could stop there under that format, would that be good for you? Yeah, I would stop there. I do not want to see this going to 20-plus uh, teams. This past year we had good matchups in the college football playoff, but you know, Josh, previously – uh, the one against four has not been very good, and you're going to run to a situation where, uh, say it's a 14-team playoff, the 14 
uh, seed is probably going to struggle in their first game. And if it's 16, the 16 is going to struggle in that first round game, that first round matchup. I can't say that necessarily I'm in love with 12 or 14 or 16. I guess I'm just sort of accepting of the reality that this is where it's at. And it's uh, probably not going the uh, the other direction. I definitely don't want it to, you know, 16 to me is the, the tops. We don't need 32 teams competing in this. We don't need the top 20 teams competing for a national championship. Play the rest of the regular season. And, uh, you know, if you're one of the top 16 teams, guess what? You'll be in. If you're one of the top 12 teams, guess what? You'll be in. And uh, if you're not, then probably you shouldn't be. And the four-team college football playoff already taught us that, that chances are we don't need to go much beyond 12 or 14 or 16 in terms of determining who the national champion is. Now, uh, keeping the importance of bowl games, I would maybe entertain a little bit of an argument there that uh, expanding the playoff from that standpoint maybe helps from a keeping interest and avoiding opt-outs for the greater collection of bowl games. But just generally speaking, to me, uh, I don't want this thing to just keep growing and growing and growing. And I fear that's where uh, we're headed. But the good news is for Oklahoma, uh, you're not going to be on the outside looking in, it doesn't look like, uh, from all of this. Just put put together a good season, and you're going to be in a really good spot and to make the college football playoff. Let's hit the text line. We've got some thoughts out there from the Ref Army. It's the Plank Show. We're at Caven's Group today, hanging out where... We always, uh, well, I shouldn't say always, but generally on Thursdays are at. That's Caven's Disaster Response Group. Your uh, number one choice, emergency water extraction, any uh, sewage cleanup that you may have, uh, sewage cleanup, that is potentially as dangerous as a, a blood spill. So you, you don't want to mess around. That needs to get cleaned up ASAP and, of course, uh, mold removal as well. Cavens Group, they can uh, help you out with all of those potential issues. 405-573-3048 in the OKC Metro. Tulsa, 918-282-7612. Let's hit the text line next. It's the Plank Show back after this. Plank Show, we are back. Our number one right here on the ref it's the home of sooner fans talking a lot about the college football playoff and the reports from yesterday uh, that this thing could be it's at least on the table 14 team 16 team model and uh, the big 10 and sec posturing for four automatic qualifiers it sounds like so uh, a lot of discussion to open the show today about, hey, what is the future of college football? Do you like it? Do you dislike it? Frisco Sooner, Connor, on the Knippemeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-651-3439. Guys, I don't agree with the you-can't-put-the-toothpaste-back-in-the-tube narrative. Sure you can. My solution, go back to where we were before. College education plus 1000 per month, year-round, period, that's it. That's a stipend for each kid if you're on scholarship. I don't care if you're Adrian Peterson or Gavin Freeman. Everyone gets 12000 a year, period. End of story. You don't like it? Go build your own billion-dollar stadiums, broker your own TV deals, buy your own equipment, pay for all of your own travel expenses, and establish your own brand. See how that works out for you. My guess is that they'll take the scholarship plus the $12,000 per year, and we all live happily ever after. 
So Frisco saying just keep everything balanced and all the players will get paid the same, no matter if you're, you know, you're up for uh, the Heisman Trophy winner. You're still going to make the same as another scholarship player. Yeah, basically, uh, don't go into the full collective bargaining agreement world, right? Yeah, where you've got different uh, salary rates for different players. I just I don't know where we're headed on uh, that front. That's not I mean in in theory that doesn't sound all bad to me. Well, and you're, yeah, and you're still going to have players that think they are going to you know need more money. Yeah, that's guaranteed. Yeah. There's no escaping that. No. And we've said it uh, I don't know how many times over the last 5 years or so uh, since name image likeness really came to the forefront that look if and when we get to the point to where you've got revenue distribution and revenue sharing from the Big 10, SEC, Big 12, ACC and and the players and and football players that the the other sports that aren't football eventually somewhere you're getting caught if not at Oklahoma if not at Alabama Ohio State Michigan where you've got the big money then uh, you know at the other s- smaller power conference schools we're, we're gonna lose softball we're gonna lose baseball we're gonna lose uh, women's basketball we're gonna lose uh, maybe maybe even men's basketball if you have to get to that revenue sharing point. Well, that's the thing is just keeping all this right for the players outside of college football. We know college football uh, drives the engine here, but man, you got to <laughs> spread out the love to uh, the other sports that you have on campus. Frisco Sooner got the the text line going, Connor five eight zero Nate. I'll have what Frisco Sooner is smoking. Thanks. There you go. Yep. Yeah. It. It. I. I don't know that it's. I love the sound of it, but I don't know that it's realistic anymore. And that's why I just some of this stuff. I think we're too far down the road on this is the vision for players and in some ways maybe even administrators on this is where we're going to end up. The 918, it doesn't sound bad except for the fact that he just described communism to a T. <laughs> no, no matter what you do, you're still going to upset some people. The, I, don't, I don't think there's really a right move with this whole thing. The 918, let them get more money based on performance. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of there with that. Well, I mean, obviously, you, you at that point, star player is going to get paid more than insert other name on the roster that uh, is just part of the eighty-five. Right, you're you're making a lot of money for you know standing on the sidelines and not really doing much uh, for your team. So it makes sense if you. If you do, if you do a lot for your football team, you're going to make uh, some really good NIL money. We uh, mentioned this hour that EA College Football 25. If you didn't see the report today, basically, college football players have the opt-in ability to receive $600 payment for their name, image, and likeness to be used in the new EA College Football 25 plus a copy of the game and that uh, 85 players would be on each team's roster. There will be 134 teams. Basically, everybody you can think of in Division One college football 
the the 405 chimed in and said ea college football is exciting but they announced only 85 per roster leaving another 20 or so per team off does this open the door for more lawsuits and fighting for name image likeness See, there we go. Again, you're, you're going to make some people unhappy if they're not uh, on the roster and obviously in the college football game. How about this? Uh, a follow-up out of the 918. Base stipend, a la what uh, Frisco Sooner suggested, $1,000 per month plus performance incentives. There Deal. you go. Yeah, we're, we're, we're the fan of the uh, performance. You know, make more money off your performance on the field. The 405, it is unreasonable for us to continue to, to lament student debt as a problem while also pretending like athletes who get free education get nothing. Yeah, that, that's kind of lost art now, you know, the free education for these uh, college athletes and obviously, the, yeah, these college students. Yeah, and, I mean, we're just past the point where college education is the only, the only part of the equation, right? Yeah, get a free education, but, you know, this world we live in now, you want some good NIL, too. It uh, is going to be fascinating what the next five to ten years bring. And, look, I don't have a magic eight ball on where we're going to wind up. I do think there will be some type of revenue sharing, at least in the Big Ten and SEC, because they're the richest. And I think that, obviously, that turns into a massive recruiting advantage, which, again, for the Oklahomas of the world is uh, is good news. Yeah, good news if you are in you know one of the top uh, conferences and you do have some uh, money to throw around. So yeah, it helps a lot of the schools that are in the uh, Power Five and especially the Big Ten and the SEC. For the start of uh, next hour. Toss this on your bingo board, Connor. I had to laugh when I saw this headline. I feel like I've seen this headline. I had major deja vu reading this. I feel like I've seen this a uh, hundred times before. Greg McElroy not sold on major college football program for next season. And uh, you can take your pick on which college football program that uh, team just might be. Uh, spoiler, spoiler alert, it's Oklahoma. We'll uh, next hour share what Greg McElroy had to say about OU with you. But uh, I did have to laugh because uh, it, it gave me – legitimate deja vu i i feel i've read that exact same headline each of the last three years greg's always coming up with something for the oklahoma sooners it doesn't matter if they're playing well he's gonna find a a weak weak spot and start talking (laughs) bad about ou meanwhile here's uh from the land of greg mcelroy another spoiler alert he's very high on quinn ewers and texas hey there you go that that makes a lot a lot of sense Let's kick those tires around in hour number two. We'll do one final break in hour number one. It's the Plank Show hanging out with you at Cavens Group. We'll tell you more about uh, what they've got and how they can help you. Coming up next right here on the Home of Sooner Fans. Closing up hour number one live with you from Cavens Group. Give Cavens Group a call. They can take care of uh, a number of different issues that you might run into. Sewage cleanup. If uh, you have a sewage issue, don't wait. Call Cavens immediately. OKC number 405-573-3048. Tulsa, 918-282-7612. That's uh, emergency sewage cleanup. Cavens Group, uh, they've got you taken care of. Obviously, we're entering the rainy season as well. And Cavens, they are your call for emergency water extraction and structural drying. 
And uh, if, uh, for whatever reason, things linger or you think you might have a mold problem, mold investigation and testing plus mold removal, Cavens Group uh, has you taken care of there as well. As we uh, put the bow tie on hour number one, uh, one more time to the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line we go, 405-651-3439, Dinkin, Florida. 12000 a year is a joke, right? So a school can make money off my image and likeness, but I cannot? Yeah, right. Athletes should be allowed to profit while they can, as who knows what tomorrow holds. Limit transfers by making them employees, but do not stop them from benefiting while they can, especially sports with limited professional money potential. The schools aren't providing the money. They make billions while fans pay for their players. It's time for schools to step up. Yeah, I think Dinkin' Florida hits it right on. Yeah, I don't know about 12000 a year. I forgot who mentioned that early on in the Knippmeyer Chevrolet uh, text line. But, yeah, that kind of stirred up the text line toward the end of hour one. Well, and, you know, 12000 a year, 85 times is a lot of money. Yeah, you're but, to, yeah uh, a lot of money thrown around there. For, for the television deals that the schools in the Big Ten and the SEC are getting, eventually probably we're going to get to the point where, yeah, players are – going to want more than uh, than what they've gotten that's just uh, the nature of this thing it's it's the definition of uh, a business and but with that though just know that if and when that day arrives that's probably kissing goodbye to uh, a number of other college sports that's the there's only so much money to go around and that's the reality of it one hour in the books greg mcelroy oh man he's after ou again we'll share it with you next right here on the home of sooner fans